couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. When have you ever treated me like a friend? When you lied to Rick? When you told me about it? You needed to know. No, you needed to make yourself feel better. Why don't you for once just think about somebody other than Spinner? But you know what? Just go drive off a bridge. I don't care. I don't. You're dead to me already. and broomheads what's up everybody in the last episode ted started us off with a song i have nothing for you other than this boring intro but we are going to talk about eye of the tiger and i am very excited to discuss this shitty episode of degrassi the next generation but before we talk about the episode let's talk about all of the pals who are joining us this week let's start over in newfoundland who's out there That'd be me. That'd be Teddy. My name is Ted, and you can follow me at Say Why Three on the Instagram machine, and follow me and my dog. More so, my dog, and her name is Linda, and she is one lady. Oh, whoa, whoa, she's a lady, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do that if you like, and uh, let's volley it over. Let's go. Uh, let's go down to O Town. Uh, th- there's two O Towns on this podcast. Let's go to. Uh, the Canada's capital, and uh, yeah. Oh, that's me. See, Canada's capital, mm-hmm. where a lot of people recently discovered that it Toronto was not, in fact, the capital of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really is. Let's be honest. I mean, let's. I agree. <laughs> Ottawa. I'm doing the jerk off motion right now that you all can't see. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In any case. I'm here. Hi. We had like 14 snow days in the past two weeks. Everything's been. Oh, it's been so great. Yeah, there's been like super bullshit weather up here. Um, But yeah, I'm here. I'm Courtney. And speaking of bullshit weather and me probably not uh, having a leg to stand on, I'll ship it over to Saskatchewan. Uh, Hey, everybody. It's Arlo. Uh, We're under extreme cold warning. (laughs) Mm. How cold, though? How cold? Uh, How cold is it? Yesterday, it was <laughs> minus 20 with minus 36 wind chill. Meh. 
You should um, speak to that weather's manager. It is. <laughs> it is rapidly getting warmer, though. It's supposed to be lovely over the weekend, and so all of the snow and stuff will start to melt, and then it will get cold again, and then it will be ice. So we have that to look forward to. Woo! And uh, speaking of, uh, oh, I guess I don't have to follow you anywhere. Um, you have a guest. I will say that we have a very special guest again this evening um, from Oakland, Oakville. It's MC Hammer on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have I heard hey, your everybody, voice it's Hammer. Again, Arlo. It's I heard Tupac. your voice down again. <laughs> uh, so welcome, Tim. Thank you. Um, so I, I just have a little story to tell. My, my daughter, um, I've got my daughter watching Ghost Rider. So, you know, oh, the beloved the 90s mystery show, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yes. Yeah, Ghostwriter. Did you know? I don't know if you knew this. Exactly. (laughs) Not the Nicolas Cage vehicle. Um, No, no, not that. Ghostwriter. Word. He's a ghost and he writes to us. And um, so I I had downloaded the episodes years and years ago and I had them on this external hard drive. And I thought, you know what? I've had this external hard drive for probably 13 years. I was like, I better back this thing up. Like, just so I don't lose... Because she's really quite likes Ghost Rider, and the the bullshit remake they made was not even close to the same thing. I mean, I could sit and talk about Ghost Rider for for a whole episode, but it's besides the point. Um, uh, so anyway, I was backing up my my external hard drive, and I so I started looking through all the stuff, thinking, oh, what can I delete and what can I keep? So I was looking through the movies that I had, and I came across this uh, this beautiful cinematic gem uh, called um, Poison Ivy: The Secret Society. Oh and, my! And if and if you know, if you know, you know. And if you uh-huh. don't know, well, uh-huh. I, I can let Alan maybe extend on that one. But it is, uh, it's got a tie into Degrassi. It's, it's quite a movie. It's, and I'll pass it on. That's the one with Miriam McDonald in it, right? It is, yes. Where you see all of Miriam McDonald. Yep. <gasps> yeah. What? She gets yep. naked. She does. I mean, as soon as you it's see Poison, movie. if you see Poison Art Ivy, and then you see who stars in any Poison Ivy movie, you are seeing them naked. Like that's the point. Yeah. Um, I think Poison Ivy was also made famous by Alyssa Milano being in a Poison Ivy movie. So Drew Barrymore. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and maybe Mary McDonald. So thought I'd just put the tie in tie into uh into Degrassi. That I way. mean, I hope that when you uh, were pulling off media for your child to watch, you pulled the right file. <laughs> <laughs> just saying uh, so anyway thanks for having me back I'll uh, I'll do my best to maybe try and help this turd of an episode uh huh I oh. thought you were saying uh, thanks for having me back I'll show myself out now <laughs> <laughs> uh, this turd of an episode is known as Eye of the Tiger uh, one of the probably more well known song titles used for a Degrassi episode what it has to do with this episode, I have no idea. Um, other than things like rising up back on my feet, which does not happen to Drake. So, oh. <laughs> um, but of course, I have the Tiger, the Survivor song, um, pretty much like your definitive fight song of the 80s. And of course, for me, most well known for briefly being the theme music for one Hulk Hogan. Associated with the Rocky movie, right? Is that mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Yeah. So lots of shadow boxing to this one. Um, at one running point upstairs. Time. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. How long was it Hulk Hogan's theme music? 
Mm, probably about a year. I mean, eventually he went to Real American when he stole it from the U.S. Express, and uh, and the rest was history. <laughs> it was so. WrestleMania one. He had this song, didn't he? Yeah, WrestleMania one was like a full year after he had come to WWF, and so mm. I think leading up to that. And actually, yeah, it might have been in WrestleMania 1, but it was around that time where he took it over. And I think also he was doing Eye of the Tiger when he was in AWA. But I don't know. Hulk Hogan's racist, so fuck him. Super uh, racist. Yeah. Uh, as Anyone a, watch that documentary about Hulk Hogan and the whole situation? There's a documentary about that on you know. Oh, lovely. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. About the, It's not about necessarily Hulk Hogan. It's about... Um, I don't even know what it is anymore. Like the freedom of, of uh, information and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think. Featuring Hulk Hogan? Well, it's about the fact that they could take that um, file or the, the video and, and he's oh, suing Gawker saying they didn't do anything. But the, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. But it's not about Hulk Hogan necessarily. With Bubba the Love Sponge's wife? Yep. Or ex-wife? Yep. yep. Whoops. <laughs> so Hulk Hogan, is back. Not, Hulk Hogan is not in this episode, everybody, but uh, we are Damn. talking about Eye of the Tiger, the 16th episode of season four of Degrassi, The Next Generation, aired in Canada on December 14th, 2004, six months later in the U.S., July 8th, 2005, written by Brendan York and R. Scott Cooper and directed by Ron Murphy. And uh, Drake is going to come back to school, back to school, to prove to Dada that he's not a fool. Uh, <laughs> I got my lunchbox, my shoes tied tight. I, I hope I, I don't, don't get, get in a fight. In a fight. <laughs> uh, so, uh, should we just get into it? Let's dive right in. I mean, I feet, could... Feet first. I mean, Yeah, I could ask you what you think, but I think I know. So we'll just let the anger flow as we get through the episode. <laughs> Uh, so everybody is standing out in the steps of Degrassi and they're watching uh, Jimmy get carted out of the handy bus. And, okay, uh, <laughs> I have to stop you because there is a deleted scene that is an opening scene. Ooh, oh, do oh. hell. So before oh, this, which got cut, um, Manny is in the hallway helping Spinner determine what the stench in his locker is. They discover that uh, it is his mom's tutoroni. And uh, he calls it what? his mom's tuneroni in blue because it's moldy. Ew. And Manny says that him cleaning out his locker once a week is a new relationship rule. So just then Craig walks by holding a ladder and Spinner jokingly asks if he's changing a light bulb. And Craig explains that Jimmy, you know, our friend who got shot is coming back today and this ladder plus a banner that Marco made will make for a good wel- welcoming. And or Marco's Spinner's dad. Yeah, Marco's dad. Please do not. Come on. Yeah. Don't yeah, pass up an opportunity true. to reference Mr. Del Rossi. <laughs> uh, Spinner sort of muses out loud to himself that he should be there. He's like, I should be there. And Craig says, so be there and leaves. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we so we all understand yeah. why they cut this, right, everybody? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spinner sucks. Uh, so Drake thanks them for not making a big deal. He's saying it sarcastically. And then everyone's like, ah, it was Hazel that uh, did this. Hazel, who, I mean, I know initially she was in the uh, hospital with Drake, but who we kind of saw nowhere around Drake in the last few episodes where he was in the hospital. But, uh, Mm -hmm. let's remember they are dating. Marco says everyone's... 
Marco says everyone's excited to have him back. And then Spinner walks out of the school with Manny and he kind of gives this weak little wave and Drake sees him and says, oh, everyone? And then they all leave. So, yeah. Show opens. I wonder what the reasoning behind not like showing any like content about Hazel visiting him. <laughs> well, she kind of says, my boyfriend. When <laughs> my he pulls up. Yeah. And it's very like, you go, Hazel, that's weak. That's <laughs> really. Oh, oh hey. How you been? <laughs> it's like that's the first time she's seen him too. Oh, yeah. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> It's Why are you sitting in that thing? <laughs> I thought you were in basketball camp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's because Hazel only wanted to visit Jimmy in the hospital when they could be alone. Uh-huh. So that they could hardcore make out. And <laughs> that's why she didn't go at the same time as Craig and Marco. Canon. Canon, everyone. <laughs> uh, so uh, we are in media immersion. We've got Drake in his wheelchair. We clearly see that there are wires all over the floor, which even for somebody not in a wheelchair, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be allowed. They would have those things gone in no time. Yeah. If you were setting up a media immersion space in a school, you wouldn't just, <laughs> just run the wires all over the floors. Everyone we will just plug it into the outlet here. It's all good. Uh, so Spinner comes into the room and tries to apologize to Drake. Uh, he says, uh, you know, really busy fucking Manny. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Drake is not impressed and says, you're right. I should have probably been there for you instead of being in the hospital, getting a bullet removed from my spine, which is a pretty mm-hmm. good line. <laughs> yep. Spinner apologizes again he's very nervous and we kind of have some tension which is broken when Drake finally says to him sit down at this angle I can see up your nose so it kind of we kind of break the ice or break the tension right Mm -hmm. yes I say Spinner's been fine this whole time right like like, there's been no indication that this has bothered him up till now right like he's just gone on with his life he's got a new girlfriend he's sort of lost a girlfriend got it back has a job like there's been nothing in the show that said he's been struggling with this and now exactly. all of a sudden, he couldn't even bring up the fact that, oh, you know, hospitals. I can't. I mean, out of sight, out of mind. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like we. I couldn't see Jimmy, so I didn't think about him. <laughs> Me <laughs> and Al. Yeah, we have him struggling with it when the shooting first happens. And then after that, there is, I believe, one reference from Drake in the hospital that Spinner hasn't shown up. But. We've had storylines with Spinner, and yeah. no mention of Drake, no mention of the shooting, no, no nothing, zero things. Mm-hmm. Like no, yeah, nothing that would indicate that he was so like crippled with guilt as we see in this episode. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, with the Ridiculous. C word, come on. Oh, sorry. Paralyzed <laughs> Her- with guilt. That's what he said to Drake. Oh, He's like, no. he said, "You might be crippled, but I'm crippled with guilt." <laughs> and that's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> You might be crippled, but I'm paralyzed with guilt. Yeah. <laughs> total yeah. of flesh, total of flesh. Don't, don't, sh- don't shoot me with your judgment. Uh, <laughs> so Spinner says Drake should hate him, but Drake says, no, that takes too much energy and says that he wants to instead find some fat wheels for his ride. So there wheels? you go. There's rims, wasn't it? <laughs> fat. Yes, fat wheels. Then wheels walks in. He's like, hur, hur, hur. 
I found the chips. So. <laughs> Give me five Sheila specials, please. Yeah. Uh, Snake comes in like a dork and says, Jimmy Brooks in the house. So... You're so cool, Snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asks, I just wrote down Snake, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh, he asks if Drake will help keep uh, uh, will help keep him keep Spinner in line. Something like that. Like, are you gonna you gonna help me keep this guy in line? Smack him around like a bitch? Like, yeah, <laughs> kick so. his ass? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, so then we got like a little montage of Spinner helping Drake around school. Mm-hmm. Montage. Yeah. And we are treated to suburbs by Junior Achiever. I mean, could they not have done Eye of the Tiger here? <laughs> they should have just done <laughs> the, the song, song here. No. It makes no sense for what they're showing. Yeah. It can't have anything to do with the title. Uh-huh. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah. You pro- they probably would have had to pay way too much to actually use the song. Uh-huh. So they have, uh, you know, he can't reach shit in his locker, so Spinner helps him there. He can't use the water fountain. So Spinner's like, here's a bottle of water. And then we kind of end the montage with Spinner looking at the trophy, the MVP trophy, which has uh, Jimmy's name on it. And he sees Mr. Armstrong and he's like, I, the student, have an idea that we should do today. And so we'll see what that's going to lead to. We head over to Liberty and JT. They are uh, officially dating. So they are making out on her front steps. And Danny comes along and says, Hey, Liberty, how's the mono? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he tells JT to come and skateboard with him, but Liberty instead is like, I'll give you an HJ in the hot tub. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, so raw. Yeah. JT chooses the hot tub. Danny is not impressed. And I mean, come on, Danny. Like. I mean, to be fair, like, later on in this episode, like, they refer to each other as best friends. And I was just like, well, since when are JT and Danny best friends? But okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not the so same age. It, like, he's a year younger, I believe, they right? They really are in... best friends. Like, Weird. JT's being a fucking dick. Mm. But there's nothing to say that they were best friends except Danny saying, we were best <laughs> friends. And you go... <laughs> No, that's not like I'm surprised JT didn't go. That's not how it works, man. <laughs> no, Junior. Yeah. Tap, tap them on the nose with a newspaper like a dog. <laughs> well, no. Well, speaking of dogs, Danny says, if dad catches the two of you together, but Liberty interrupts and says, well, you'll give us a signal. And JT digs his own grave by being like, yeah, you can bark. It's like. You're just asking for what's going to happen here, dickwad. One hundred percent. Yeah, Bargy dog. I get down on the I'm surprised ground. he didn't call his dad and ask his dad to come home. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty stupid. I'm a dog too. Sniff my ass, dog. Yeah, sniff it. <laughs> uh, so we're back in the gym. So Degrassi wins a basketball game, and like three oh. seconds after the final buzzer rings, Armstrong has got the mic, and it's like, let's talk, everybody. Like, <laughs> and the other teams lined up to do it, it too. Yeah, like the, the there has there's no handshake, right? Like a game would end, the teams would correct congratulate each other, they'd do a handshake, and then maybe they do this. We skip all that shit. Uh, they want so to. So just so you know, there is another deleted scene, and I'm not sure exactly where it gets inserted. I'm assuming it's somewhere between the Jimmy and Spinner montage and the basketball game. Um, 
but basically Jimmy gets wheeled into the gym by Hazel, where some of the guys on the team are practicing layups. And Coach Armstrong welcomes him back and asks if he's ready to take over the duties as assistant coach. So we learn that he will be the assistant coach now. Um, and Jimmy responds that he's ready if they're ready to make the finals. Um, and while this is going on, Spinner approaches Hazel and says that it's awesome that they have their MVP back. And Hazel makes it clear that just because Spinner and Jimmy are cool again, it doesn't mean that she's cool with Spinner. And she bitches him out for not visiting Jimmy in the hospital. All right. Uh, I mean, that part would be interesting. So, and then Spinner said, "Pot calling the kettle." You didn't show up. <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, "I was there when no one else was there for hardcore makeouts." Mm-hmm. My boyfriend. <laughs> so uh, they want to thank Drake for helping them to get to the playoffs, which. So now are they thanking him because they won a whole bunch of games when he could walk and then <laughs> that's gotten them in the playoff position? Is it because he helped them as a coach? Like, whatever. They say Drake helped them get in the playoffs and Spinner presents Drake with the MVP trophy and says, this will now be known as the Drake trophy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he is so sweaty. Um, I, also, I also wrote, when did Spinner start playing on the basketball team? Because uh, I yeah, remember he, was... he wasn't good enough to play. Yeah, and then uh, they had him playing the closing minutes of the fourth quarter. <laughs> he was a water. He had like a glow he? up where he got all sporty. I mean, we know he was super good at soccer, right? Like that was one thing we established in season two. But I guess yeah, he's good at basketball good now. At every sport. So Drake says he's going to go for his third MVP award next year, and everybody applauds. Um, you know, thinking of course, oh, he's going to walk again. But Drake looks very sad. Because he's not gonna walk again. <laughs> uh, that's why. That's why he's sad. You don't Too know. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Well, spoiler alert. Okay, so we're at Liberty's place, and her dad pulls up, and he asks Danny, who's sitting on the front steps, where his sister is, and Danny's like, "She's out back." So his dad heads back to catch what's going on, and Danny quietly says "woof" to himself, which Danny, my hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, his yeah. dad comes to the backyard, catches JT and Liberty smooching in the tub, and he tells JT to leave and tells Liberty, if you want to see him again, wait until you're 20. And Danny is... I love how he just goes, JT, go home. Like, you know there's no real threat right now from JT. Just go home. You're so annoying. <laughs> and JT's walking down the street, apparently, in the suburbs, <laughs> in his wet shorts, <laughs> walking home. He's like, okay. Take- with a boner. Yeah, take that oh, stack oh. of dimes cock out of the hot tub. <laughs> Get out With of his here. Big butt. Apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Also, he's like, yeah, I got a big butt, which is, I guess, that's his foreplay is to make <laughs> big butt jokes about himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Liberty's like, let me put a finger in there, right, Arlo? <laughs> yeah, right, Arlo. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh. So we're, <laughs> we're back at school. Drake is by himself in the gym. He's got a basketball. I guess he wants to shoot a basket, but uh, it's not working out. He's frustrated. Spinner comes in to talk. He references that Drake can be back next year. And Drake is pretty... This is pretty devastating, right? He's like, no, like my future is fucked. I'm, I'm done. And 
Then we get, though, we, we, we move into the... Now Drake has got to talk about all the things that are going to make Spinner guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, it was my fault. Rick, I just rode him so hard. And Spinner's like, yeah, but you didn't set up the paint. And Drake's like, that doesn't change things. Rick put me in here. I wish he had better aim. And, uh, you know... I wish he, I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I want to die. Do you, do you know, you wake up every morning thinking you can walk and you can't. And it's... It doesn't matter. It's not your fault, Spinner. It's all my fault and no one else's. I bullied him as much by yeah. myself. When I think about how much I'm at fault, I just want to kill myself. <laughs> it was all me. I, I, I also probably just shot Rick's dick off when he died. It was me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and rolled down the hall comedically. <laughs> there was so much blood, but it was still kind of you still kind of had to look at it and go, ah, that's kind of genuinely funny. A, a dismembered penis rolling down the halls of Degrassi. I mean, that's... How often do you see that? Detachable yeah. penis. <laughs> oh, I just found my song for whatever your other fucking podcast, Alan. Detachable penis? All right. Yes. We'll bring you on. Uh, so then, actually, you know what? I got to write a note. I don't have that on forty-five. I wonder if there's a oh seven-inch record. Are you talking about the King, King Missile yep. song, "Detachable Penis"? Yep. I was thinking about that on the drive to work this morning. Uh-huh. Like, and I was because because there's also the song by King Missile called uh, Martin Scorsese. I think it's like, and he's the best yeah, director yeah. ever. And I was no, like, he makes the best fucking films. He, he makes the best fucking films. <laughs> if I ever meet him, yeah. yeah. I want to meet him. Oh, yeah. And oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, that's the thing. I am anyway. pleased. I am pleased to announce that there is a seven inch record, though it is uh, only available <gasps> in Australia of a detachable penis. It's actually an yes. EP, four tracks. Detachable penis. Jesus. Yes. Jesus was way cool. Live. <laughs> uh, dinosaurs and I wish. So. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah. It's only seven inches, though. Hey yo! Oh, hey yo! When detached? When detached? Uh-huh. Oh yes. <laughs> so, anyways, back to the guilt trip. Spinner confesses. Uh, well, I must say before you move on, like I, I think Drake does a pretty good job acting here. Like it's a little dramatic, but he does a pretty good job acting. Dare, dare I say, Alan, that it's his uh, his MJF promo? That's oh, the, absolutely. Oh, good. By the way, that was incredible. That was incredible. Moving on. Can you uh, explain to people that don't know what you're talking about? Like you? <laughs> Whoever those people might be. There was a thing that happened in wrestling this week. I mean, I get it totally. I just made the other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a wrestling thing that happened this week. And uh, yes, yeah, no one will get it. And someone listening two years from now will be like, what the fuck? Uh, but I do, and I appreciate it, and it is staying in. So, yes. Uh, Spinner is like, I confess, I confess. <laughs> it was me and Jay. We were, me. me and Jay were behind the paint, and uh, then we told them about it, and we said it was you. And Drake's like, and then he shot me, and he leaves. So, I mean, and Spinner's—it was actually Jay. Spinner just didn't correct him. Yeah. Yes. Spinner still, didn't actually say anything. I still go back to this. This is so stupid. Like nobody in the school. There was a school shooting, and no, but no teacher. Nobody figured it out. They're like, well. I guess we'll never know who did it. <laughs> Could it have been the ones who spilled all the paint on him? 
Yeah. Who did that? Like we don't we don't even have a scene where like Radich pulls all the bully kids aside and is interrogating them. They're just like, what yeah. do, what do you want me to do? Like his dick fell off. I don't know. Like national. Like at no news. point does Rick say it was Jimmy, right? Like it doesn't he doesn't say, Oh, I'm getting Jimmy. Jimmy is the one that did it. No, they didn't. So it was like they just thought, we're just not gonna look in. Let's just let this one slide. Like, <laughs> we got kids shot right now. Mm, let's just let it go. No, Maybe it'll go away. That's the conclusion, right? They're like well, Rick said Jimmy did it, then Jimmy got shot. Justice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, Steven. That's right. Yeah. And we're too busy with that and uh, shifting populations. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever will be, will be. And that's it. They just left it. We got two right. less kids we got to worry about finding rooms for and, and space for. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's consider this addition by subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Spinner showing up, and everyone is looking at him. So clearly, word has spread to the entire school uh, about what he did. Craig and Marco are there, and Craig is like, you actually showed up today. And Marco says, why are you here? You've done enough. Spinner says he has to fix it, and Craig says... Go fix it somewhere else. And Marco says, and make other plans for the party tonight. So, because, you know, they have to make it clear that Spinner can't go to the party now. Like mm. that, that rager they're having later. Yeah. Oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get there. What a wild wow. party. Uh, so then here's my favorite part. And I mean, okay. So it makes sense what happens here. Um, Spinner walks away. He sees Manny and he's like, oh, Manny. But she is, of course, very cold to him. She knows what's happened. She wants nothing to do with them. Walks away. I assume that's the end of the relationship. I'm so fucking glad we had an entire episode about <laughs> all the complexities of them getting together three episodes ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Worth it. I was just like, what the fuck was the point of that fucking stupid episode that we just fucking sat through a yep. couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, bark at the moon, motherfucker. And, uh... Promise me you'll never break my heart. Yeah. I'll never break your heart. She's like, I hate you. <laughs> I'm not even going to like give you the dignity of getting broken up with. I'm just going to turn my back on you and walk down the hall uh, and forget that I ever knew you. Yep. Yeah, the end. Excellent. Maybe it's pretty judgmental after having been through what she's been through. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So Danny. So we learned that last episode from Emma, right? She's pretty judgmental. Uh-huh. Uh, Danny says JT broke the code by being with his best friend's sister. This is while they're walking to school. Uh, JT isn't having any of Danny's shit. And Danny says, well, you do not have permission to go out with her. So Is this the code? What's that? The code? Mm -hmm. Is this a code? That you can't bang your best friend's sister? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. At that age, I would say it's... Well, they're not going to bang, first of all. Neither of them <laughs> no, knows so how sure to do that. that. Um, actually, wait till next season. Cause, yeah, uh, I was going to say, there is a little... Yeah. Yep. I mean, right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's actually just hash out the rules here. Okay, over the shirt. Is that okay? Uh, I'm just going to list them out. Okay, over the shirt, feeling up. Under the shirt, over the bra. Okay, under the shirt, flip down the bra. It, it, depend, okay? it, depends, on the, it depends on the relationship, right? Like, cousins, <laughs> finger banging. Okay, right? 
I have uh, a whiteboard here that I'm doing up. I'm trying to yeah. draw it all together. Yeah. So stepsister probably the diagram. The yeah, the stepsister diagram. probably mm -hmm. up the shirt. Um, but like biological sister, mm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll put a pin in that one. Yeah. To be decided. Uh, so. Ultimate, oh, and also I'm distracted because Danny is sporting a sweet mid 2000s Blue Jays jersey. Yes. Oh, yeah. is he ever? Yeah. Uh, Danny. Con like Alex Rios on the back. Let's go, Blue Jays. I didn't Jays. even look. It probably, maybe. No. 15. Back when they wanted to not be the Blue Jays, like they were the Blue Jays, but they're like, no, we're the Jays. <laughs> the Jays. Exciting they news. Cut it down a notch. Yeah. They went through their Let's goth put black phase, on the teen phase. <laughs> Uh, Danny comments on how Liberty is smart and JT is stupid. Uh, also, <laughs> JT's about to walk away and Danny's like, you're going to need her to read the instructions of your penis pump. Fucking <laughs> <So. laughs> <laughs> Danny bought the penis pump. Yeah. In Cobra. Danny throwing fastballs. Yep. Uh, so JT is, of course, not impressed with this. And they get into a really, really bad fight. He goes yeah. for the hair first. Yeah, uh, JT does. Oh, also, I can confirm because I do have it on my iPad right next to me. There is no uh, name on the back of the jersey on uh, Danny's jersey. Okay, it's it's blank. Did you notice mm. that JT gives Danny like a wicked uh, like boxer wedgie? Oh yeah, <laughs> and Danny bites um, JT. Oh, does he? Bites him on the arm. <laughs> I mean, they do a lot of like grappling and struggling and eventually what happens is uh danny I mean, gets this is let's call it this is a nerd fight like yeah. this is yeah danny eventually gets punched and he takes a a bump onto the there sidewalk <laughs> thank you yes a terry. So lucky there's no center block no <laughs> uh question is he broken up open the easy way or the hard way it is hard way correct that was hard <laughs> yeah uh, he did not blade the back of his head. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, a 12-year-old boy blading. Yeah, no. Uh, Liberty sees that Danny has fallen, and she runs up, and she's like, Danny's bleeding. My brother is bleeding because of you. <laughs> like, that's brother. that's not what you would say. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's not. No. Like, let's describe the situation out loud to JT. The there is blood on my hand from I, my brother's head. What is happening? Like she, would, my brother has received a cranial contusion, and now he is bleeding all over my hand. Again, I'm a doctor. In the real world, it would be something like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, what the like, fuck? Like, yeah. yeah, she would not say, "My brother fell on his head and is bleeding, and you are responsible." <laughs> so <laughs> I dislike you now. <laughs> Oh, that was last episode. I don't like you anymore. The pussy shop is closed. Whatever that sound was. So like the doors on Star Trek. Yeah, I'll leave it to your imagination. Spinner's at the dot, and he is moping and not working. And so... The other Ooh. server who's uh, working there asks where his little gang is. Oh, she's the manager. Oh, is she the manager? Not just she's the new manager. She's the battle axe? Oh. She's the battle axe. Are you she's fucking kidding axe. me? Wow. She's like all uh, like... I also wanted to point out in the background, uh, there's a song called Shadow of Lies, and it's by Billy Clippert. 
And I didn't know who that was until I looked it up on YouTube. And he was a Canadian, a prominent Canadian Idol contestant. So I don't know if anybody remembers this guy. But there you go. The Billy Clippert? The Billy Clippert, that's right. How could they afford him? Whoa. (laughs) The grassy money, baby. I also like to point out Spinner was wearing, was rocking a pretty sweet Casio watch, I noticed. Ooh, nice. What kind of watch was it? Uh, like one of those Casio digital Ooh, watches. Big time. With the calculator? Well, it might as well have been. <laughs> he got it from Arthur. Fuck, you know, <laughs> if he's got a calculator on that watch, the only thing he's doing is writing boobs on it over and over. Boobless. <laughs> and, it's it's boobless. Every time. Boobless. I mean, same, same girl, same. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Listener, don't no. feel judged. Jay walks in and gives Spinner shit for spilling to Drake. Jay says that, uh, does being an outcast make you feel any better? (laughs) Because if you want to be punished, I can slap you myself. (laughs) I'm dirty, Jay. (laughs) Uh, There's actually a little bit of physicality, but Battle Axe tells Jay to leave. She says, if you're not going to order, then... Then get out of here, kind of thing. Yeah, like we don't we we don't mind the violence in the restaurant, but if you're not going to order fries, get the fuck out. If I was Jay, I would just be like, I'm going to order some fries. And then he just jumps in and starts eating them. Yeah, yeah. Jay comes in like he's in wrestling, cutting a promo on on Spinner in a rant. So. (laughs) Stupid. Jay really is like the worst friend for everybody on this show. It is like he is the devil on everybody's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Well, it gets right. worse because then I don't recall if he gets any kind of redemption at any point, or if he's just always a horrible person. No, I mean I don't remember if he gets outright redemption, but he's in the show long enough that I, I think that there are scenes where he eventually like kind of like becomes part of the gang, like you know. Yeah, he's part of. He becomes. I I know he like becomes part of the gang, but I just I. I couldn't remember if he had any kind of, you know, re- redemption arc mm-hmm. or anything. Or we got, you know, more of information of why he's a terrible person. Yeah. So that happens with people, too, I think. It's kind of like he's a narcissist, right? Like, and he, he always believes it's somebody else's fault. It's never his fault for anything. I think that's sort of like a little bit of definition of a narcissist, right? Someone just never thinks it's their fault. Absolutely not. Was it? Someone yeah, else's just kidding, kidding, Drew. <laughs> so Spinner walks out of the dot. So I guess he can just walk out of his job. Uh, Jay mm-hmm. is sitting there. On no a, one's there. There's no one to serve. Uh, Jay is sitting there on a dumpster, which may or may not be his house. He's a live action Oscar the Grouch because he's sitting on a restaurant dumpster. And if you have ever seen dumpsters in the real world, restaurant ones are just <laughs> soaked in grease and garbage <laughs> juice, so and he just sitting. He's sitting on it, swinging his legs like, "You'll never hate me, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never judge me." And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like that's literally the last. You'd rather sit on the ground in an alley than sit on top of a dumpster that has all that garbage juice and stank on it. Ugh. <laughs> so let's take a trip to the writers' room for a second. Uh, <laughs> Let's have a chat. With, <laughs> we've got Brendan York and R. Scott Cooper sitting around the table. And they're like, we need Spinner to hit rock bottom. We really need to get him drunk. What do we do? They're like, well, let's have Jay show up at the dot. 
you know, like Jay's an asshole, but he's rightfully mad because Spinner has told the whole school that him and, you know, Jay are responsible for Drake getting shot. So they're even more of an outcast. And then they get into a fight and then Spinner goes outside and then it's like, oh, have him pull out some booze that he brought for Spinner. Hey, buddy. Just out of nowhere. He's like, I actually came here to start drinking with you. It's like, what? <laughs> right? And and not only that, then it's like, let's not just have him say, look, I brought some booze. Like, let's drink our troubles away. Let's give him a monologue. <laughs> he's prepared a monologue. Like, he's auditioning. So he's like, pulls out a bottle and he's like, this guy here, he's kind of nasty. <laughs> Tastes like fire and rubs people the wrong way. <laughs> like, yes, I know. I was at a bunch of frat parties last year. I know what alcohol is. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he opens a soda, and he's like, but this guy, sweet and refreshing. <laughs> but, but when it's they like, get, but when they get together, bad news. Kind of like you I and me. It's called Zoo Cola. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, kind of like you and me. It's like. Jay would never get this monologue. He'd be like, "Well, when we get drunk and then get our dick sucked at the ravine." Like, <laughs> "Hey, buddy, let's get fucked up." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I got some of this. I like, don't know. I stole it from my dad. All of a sudden, Jay is fucking Shakespeare. Like, come on. <laughs> so Spinner decides to start to drink again. I guess his shift is over. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> turn into Cohen Brothers movie now. <laughs> <laughs> So Danny approaches Liberty at their place, and uh, Liberty Liberty is mad at him. But Danny's like, "What are you talking about? It's just JT, a nonstop farting horn dog." Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like ripping up keepsakes or whatever from her keepsake box or something. Is she? I think or so. Love notes. Yes. Crumpling them up and throwing them. She okay. is. At least that's what I'm assuming that she's doing. It doesn't really say. <laughs> it's just like, oh, mm. Mm, okay. Liberty says, well, he was my boyfriend, and now Danny is very sad. <laughs> I've uh, done fucked up. Spinner and Jay are now walking in the ravine. So, again. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's going to happen the there. Oh, yeah. Bro. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jay's you, like, you, you, you don't have any bracelets, be, do you, you Spin? Be, like... You better bring uh, Spinner to the clinic because shortly. that's a prize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so they're drunk, but like, again, now in this case, they are, let me use some air quotes, drunk. <laughs> because they are both doing a very poor job of acting drunk. I hate Kid drunk acting, drunk acting. Yeah. It's so rarely believable. Yeah, Jake's like, did you lose your invite to Drake's party? Spinner's like, they can all go to hell. <laughs> you want to know my philosophy? Go <laughs> to hell. I mean, I don't know how old Shane Kipple was in the scene, but like, what's fucking Mike, Mike something, whatever, the guy who plays Jay, like, he was definitely old enough to be actually drunk. They should have just gotten him drunk. <laughs> yes, they should have. better. Uh, Spinner or Jay says they weren't your friends to, or no Spinner says to Jay they weren't your friends to begin with implying that it's harder for him because Jay didn't actually lose friends and Jay's like now that Rick is gone they're looking to blame someone else which is fucking like wrestling heel logic <laughs> uh, yes also on brand for Jay yeah 
and Spinner's drunkenly buying the story, but also doing a poor job of acting drunk. So he says, it's not fair. And Jay says, are you going to do something about it? And Spinner says, I just found my invitation. And he throws the bottle of booze against a tree. I think at first Jay said, Jay you want says, some would cheese you like with that wine? Yeah, would you like some cheese with that wine? <laughs> Classic. So she, so Jay has turned into a uh, a uh, housewife, like uh, just going, ooh, with the sassy comebacks. And you're all like, shut the fuck up, Jay. <laughs> Dummy. So, question for everybody. I know we're in an older generation, but let's just take some guesses here, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're a 16-year-old in 2005 mm-hmm. and you are at a karaoke party <laughs> what song would you pick to uh to sing i mean clearly i would choose taken care of business by randy Potter. <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> what would you guys pick i mean what ch- what child doesn't love vinyl tap on cbc <laughs> i mean like I would mm-hmm. choose American Woman by the Guess Who. <laughs> I'm, I'm going like, crank that by Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so Craig is they're they're doing karaoke at this this party that they call it right, and I mean they're having a good time, but this party this is not a party. This the party is getting together with your friends after school. Yeah, like this Hazel, not, not even a party. party. Hazel, Paige, Craig, uh, Drake, Ashley. I think that's no. it. I think it's the five is, of them. Is Ashley there? I didn't even notice. No, Ashley. Ashley's not. There. Oh, Ashley is not. No, there. Ashley. No. Okay. No. And it's weird. I forgot to mention they did an odd cut to Ashley when Drake first showed up at school, where she had a they kind did, of little rock. They did. They did. I noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like and that then because she wasn't like at the party. Yeah, but I do. I do like that they they showed Ashley at that one point because it's like okay, like that's cool that they acknowledge that there's history yeah. there, right? Like that's yeah, yeah and yeah. you know that they they're you know getting along. It's water under the bridge at this yeah, point. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So they, yeah, Craig is fucking singing, taking care of business. And it's like, what universe would this happen? Like, okay, maybe if they, <laughs> maybe if they bought fucking rock band or rock star, whatever the fuck the game was. And there were like three tracks on the game. <laughs> then sure. Okay. So around this era, I think was karaoke revolution for PlayStation, which was fucking awesome, by the way. <laughs> Um, unless they had an actual like karaoke machine, which I don't know, maybe Mr. Delphi really takes karaoke and they had a karaoke machine. Uh-huh. But if it was something like Karaoke Revolution, like there was a lot of classic tracks on those. I'm just saying. All right. Well, Craig is singing Draking or Draking Care of Business. Yes. class. So we get drunk spinner who just bursts into the house uh, and knocks over a lamp. And Craig is like, dude, are you lost? Spinner tries to talk to Drake and says he wishes none of it happened. And Drake says, you're drunk. Spinner says, I would just want you to stop hating me. And everybody just wants him to leave. But Spinner's like, he just wants Drake to give him shit. Drake no sells it and is like, Craig... Get back to some fucking BTO, bitch. So, <laughs> okay. So, question. Uh huh. Do you leave your front door unlocked? Because I fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I often do if I'm in the house. If I'm on my main floor. Okay. 
Because like, I only I, lock like, it. I, I automatically I... lock my door when I come in. I live mm. in a rough neighborhood though, but I'm just like, how did Spinner just bust into here? Like, I'm pretty sure if you live in freaking Toronto, you're locking your doors. No flyers, no spinners. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly. I stated. remember when I was growing when I was growing up uh, on our farm. Uh, we would rarely leave even lock our car doors because we had a long lane, like like a lot of a lot of farms do. And I remember one time I woke up, or the next day, and had to go leave. Uh, I was I was probably eighteen or nineteen, so I had, I had a car and I was driving, and someone had come all the way down our laneway and broke into my car. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> For like nothing. There's no reason. They took the money, which is probably like $13 and change. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it would be ironic if you got a cab from the start, <laughs> from where your car was back out the lane and the, the cab cost $15 and then you had to pay $2 yeah. in. <laughs> anyway. Although on a side note, my car also got broken into at university one time. Same kind of way. My car was unlocked, but they popped it open somehow and, and they'd left a $5 bill in the side of the door by accident. So I actually might've made money when they, what they stole. They <laughs> <laughs> got losers. I mean, in, uh, thank you for the tip in Winnipeg. Um, my friend Jamie, who's been on this podcast before we used to live in the same apartment complex and that was outdoor parking in the back and people broke into cars all the time. So he just left his doors unlocked because he was like, at least they won't smash the windows. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, fair. He, and he all he had was like, um, you know, burnt CDs in it. So he's yeah, like, if yeah. they steal that, they're worth nothing. If someone wants to get in the car and fucking sleep all night, then go for it. Just don't wreck the car. Yeah. <laughs> don't waste <laughs> hope, hope pay for windows. Yeah. I'll be like three doors down. Sorry, Mega Mix. So I didn't, uh, realize this was. Marco's house at first I was just like whose house is this where are they and then I saw in the bookcase this giant thing that said Milan (laughs) (laughs) history to Mario brothers man I thought it was Joey's house I thought it was Joey's house too I did too, but then I, I assumed with the car. To figure it out, and then I looked at it, and I was like, "It says Milan," and I'm like, "It has to be Marco's house. It has to be." I wonder whose house Joey's it is. Town. Let me just—I'm just reading here. Um, I don't—I don't know. It's not, I'm, I'm, I'm actually—I have it in the background playing on no volume on my iPad, and it's definitely not Joey's house. Yeah, they just. So whose car is it? <laughs> and we have, <laughs> and we have two things. We have. Uh, the soul patch that Marco has, which I think is a new addition, and also uh, the uh, tongue stud of the spinner. Is that new as well? Mm, or has that, has that been there for some time? At some point in the season it was there. I don't know when, but yeah. I do know. I remember an article I read that said that Shane Kippel specifically asked the producers if he could get a tongue stud, and they said yes. Like, yes. <laughs> Good old mush mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really going to clear up your that's, yeah that's great well that's you why not, fucking your enunciation was so good before that's why jay took him to the <laughs> ravine right he saw the tongue stud and was like dude let me show you the van uh so so spinner grabs the keys that's a different color bracelet <laughs> i don't know whose car this is like i well, it's probably it's Marco's Joey's. dad's. But again, this is why I thought it was Joey's too, because like that car <laughs> would be Joey's, you'd think. But but then Joey, I believe, had a driveway. So I don't know whose fucking place it is. Well, and also they've left the car on the street with the windows completely rolled down. <laughs> Marco's like, 
Dad, can I take your can I take your car out tonight? Hey, my pussmobile. Dad, I really don't want you to talk like that. You don't need Hey, in the old world we used to call it the pussmobile. That's what it is, a baby. I used to take a huh? girls out and I'd be like, uh, the car, I could pick the top down and I think you could too, huh? Well it's how you it's say like in a- English, a pound town. <laughs> How do you say in English a bracelet? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a red car with like a tan top, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So is it like Dylan's car? Like was Paige driving Dylan's car? Maybe. Uh, it could be actually. Oh, that, maybe that maybe. actually could very much be it. That that because yes, that that I believe was his car when they went at the end of the last season, right? And Spinner would be familiar with the car, so it's yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Cannon. Okay. You know Cannon. which keys they were. Yeah. So Spinner grabs the keys and he's leaving the place, but Marco sees him. So we get Spinner going out to this car and he gets in. Marco tries to stop him and everybody else comes out and Craig tries to open the door, but Spinner slams it shut and locks it. But there is, I had to check again because there's a conversation with him and Drake later. And I'm like, are the fucking windows closed? But they weren't. The windows cracked open. He doesn't just lock it. He elbow locks it, which is pretty smooth. (laughs) Like a child. That's great. Uh, Spinner is about to drive off uh, as everyone's freaking out because, of course, he's drunk and panicking. And he steps on the gas but then hits the brakes right away because Drake is in his wheelchair in front of the car. So, yeah. And, like, is, like, an inch away from running over (laughs) Drake. So... But Drake's like, you, it, right? you, yeah, he's like, you can hit my knees. I won't feel it. So fuck it. <laughs> uh, so Spinner says he wants his friend back. And Drake says, when have you ever treated me like a friend? You only told me about the what you did to make yourself feel better. Why don't you think of somebody else? And then he fucking says, go drive off a bridge. I don't care. You're <laughs> dead to me already. Like, wow. Stone cold. Yeah. Yeah. Like he missed a few floors in that elevator when he was going up on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. You only care about yourself. I want you to die. So. Yeah. yeah. This Go full actually... of Shane and jump off a <laughs> I guess it, it was a uh, precursor to internet uh, of the future and going people going kill yourself <laughs> so i think it just like it, it was a little bit more drawn out but that's essentially what it was uh craig asks spinner for the keys and he hands them over and everybody leaves spinner in the car so i watched this uh not too long ago with sarah and bitched about it because i was like fuck spinner like what am i supposed to feel bad for this piece of shit um <laughs> And she noted, like, look, the guy is hitting rock bottom and no one's there for him. Like, that's still an issue despite what he did. <laughs> I mean, yes. Jay's, Jay's there for him. <laughs> One rum and zoo cola's there for him. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, so Spinner's by himself. Uh, and that's the end of that. So Danny takes Liberty to the backyard where he's got JT waiting for her. And Danny confesses to Liberty that he started the fight. And uh, Liberty's like, yeah, but, you know, JT still fucked you up. And anyways, the conversation's halfway done when uh, they hear their dad come out of the house. So Liberty goes and kind of ducks away with JT. Danny talks to his dad. And again, this is one of those goofy conversations where his dad's like, 
hey, did I just hear your sister? And Danny's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, she went to school. And he's like, well, who are you talking to? And Danny's like, I was practicing for an oral presentation. And dad's like, keep it up, son. Like, <laughs> Be <laughs> stupid. Tapped him in the chin. Yeah, like, I'm stupid. <laughs> I believe everything you say. So, I work in an office building. I'm a businessman. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Come on, buddy. I'm sure all of us have given way stupider excuses to our parents. <laughs> but, but if our parents believe work. them, I mean, it's not that I mean, he probably didn't believe it. He's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I got to get to work. Yeah. Who gives a shit? That's how, yeah, that would be my reaction. Yeah. You kids are taxed right off, you dummies. He's like, <laughs> I hate my life. Bye. <laughs> Why did I have two kids? <laughs> so he leaves, and Danny turns around to finish the conversation with JT and Liberty, but they are busy finger banging. So, ew, fuck. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we get Spinner in the principal's office with Miss Hatzalakis. He confesses to what he did. He says he bullied Rick. Uh, the paint and feathers thing was his idea. And she asks if uh, he needs to, or she needs to talk to anyone else. Spinner gives up Jay. Alex, by the way, gets off scot free. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, also knew what was going on and gave them the access to do this, but Mm -hmm. uh, he only gives up Jay. So Spinner is like, I guess you're going to have to suspend me. And uh, Miss H. I think this is the conversation that the counselor should be in on, hey? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'd like to to question. So if the whole school knew that Spinner had did this, let's say, the day before, Mm Mm-hmm. The principal never caught wind of it. No one went to the principal and said, hey, we know who did this. It took him going to her before. She's like, Spinner, I can't believe you did this. Yeah, the whole school. I mean, (laughs) Spinner. Hazel didn't go. Like someone didn't go. Spinner walks into the fucking school the day before. Right. And the whole school stops and stares at him. Right. And nobody's like, what's going on? I knew that shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, you're right. Like, Drake doesn't do it. Drake's fucking parents don't do it. Like, no one. They're just like... Yeah. Hazel, yeah. whatever, like, Paige, Craig, Marco. Yep. Little Joe. <laughs> so, also, so what happens then is uh, Miss H um, gets the secretary to call Jay to the office and... Uh, she says, you know, someone has died and someone is in a wheelchair. Go to your locker and pack your shit. I'm going to talk but to your parents. Like a child in distress and she's basically bitching him out right now. Well, mm-hmm. the, the other like, part of this is like, and again, we've got, you know, a couple of people that are closer to <laughs> schools than I am. But I'm assuming that this conversation wouldn't start and finish at in this, like, you know, in <laughs> no. this five minute thing. Like, no. she would be like, okay, like, we obviously, you need to go home right now or yeah. you need to see the counselor you need to do something and we are going to figure out what to do with you and we'll talk tomorrow or something right yeah like you don't just I mean, be they, like they might even call they might even call the cops and yeah get the cops involved right like before anything happened yeah it's not a conversation where it's like okay well i did this well you're expelled conversation yeah, that's not how expulsions yeah. work like, it would never be that school. i'll let your parents <laughs> and, know and yeah. you're talking to a kid too you're talking to a yeah. minor so you can't be like I make on these grounds right now that you're expelled. No, it, I don't. It wouldn't happen that way. Yeah, it would be yeah. much I mean, deeper it, it than that. It is incredibly hard to expel a kid. Like I would say, it's almost impossible 
to expel a kid from our area mm-hmm. for a mini school. Like it is really, really hard. Like mm-hmm. he my, might've had to have pulled the trigger. When he was in high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I remember that, but that was a long, lot longer ago. Like it's changed. It was. I actually asked him what happens after you get expelled. Cause I don't, I mean, I'm a rule follower. I don't know. And I'm just like, so like, you can't go back to that school that you got expelled from. Cause mm-hmm. they're like, well, there's a reason yeah. that they expel you. But, like, what happens? You just, like, go to another school and be like, can you let me in? And he was like, well, well no, you have to go to, like, this well, intern. Hello. Hello, young lady. You go <laughs> to the secretary. To, <laughs> well, according to, I, I mean, to this be is a part was, of your school. <laughs> it's how it was for him. Is he had to go to, like, this interim school for bad kids. <laughs> jail school. They, like, have a... <laughs> I think they like, call that jail, Arlo. They, they, like, assess you. And like they once like you're at the school for like you're at the school for bad kids. And then if they give you That's sort of a clear like this person is appropriate to be reintegrated into a school society. Can, can you go and ask Drew if he's fucking with you and that it was just juvie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like also, you go to this place. It's like a school where that you know. That sounds like Harry Potter. I think I he's mean, I, don't, I don't know. You think he's I mean, a wizard? What happened to him? I'm not saying this a happened to every kid that gets expelled, but this was his experience as he sort of went to this like interim program or whatever, and then they eventually gave him like the clear to like go back to a school, and then they sort of help you find a new school that will take you. That's jail. Like, I know we've had we've had some kids come to our school, and you find out a little bit like. They may have come to our school because they were deemed a risk for, like, let's say, maybe sexually assaulting a female at school or, um, yeah, yeah, like, or like really bullying someone. And I think in, in all respects, it basically is an expulsion because they'll come to a different school, but they don't call it that. They were just relocating the student for everyone's benefit. Oh, so sort of of like Catholic priests. Ah! <laughs> but the other the other thing around expulsion <laughs> is like they let brick come back after being the shit out of one of their students so you mean sean um no well, the rick, rick beat up terry rick. oh rick terry. yeah oh yeah rick yes they did so the- <laughs> well sean got expelled there or maybe he had to just leave up north because he shit kicked that kid who knows Rick was under Radich's watch. That was different rules. Now it's hot socks. And she she don't mess around. Yeah. Yeah. No. So anyways, uh Spinner gets expelled and uh we kind of freeze on his face being like, Oh, and that's the end of uh <laughs> oh. that's the end and of Eye of the, the Tiger. Origin story of uh home improvement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a young Tim Allen. <laughs> um some some good comments on the Degrassi Pedia page. This one says, I hate this episode, no, and then in all caps, I hate the entire season. Degrassi's a place of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? Tell us how you really, Tell us how you really feel. Uh, then this one is just uh, this is Black Girl Fly, who uh, is very philosophical. She says, Spinner and Jay didn't pull the trigger, but they sure as heck loaded the gun. <laughs> so, so, oh, my God. Standing applause for that. Yeah. Um, and then another person says, Went the distance. Now I'm back on my feet. <laughs> Just a man and his will to survive. Uh-huh. Uh, so Except there you go. He's not on his feet. No, okay. he is not. Uh, so uh, 
Any thoughts on this uh, episode? <laughs> Can I second that or third that? Sorry. <laughs> that was this episode. I had no words for it. <laughs> That's all I have is sound effects. It was really I bad. Mean, it, adv- it, it advanced the plot. We needed this yeah. episode for Jimmy to be able to come back. We needed the episode for... Uh, Jay and Spinner to have their comeuppance for their role in the shooting. Right. And we needed a good wedgie. <laughs> we did. Absolutely well, needed that. I think that uh, Danny had his shirt tucked into his boxer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> which is really weird. Anyways. Um, before we... Uh, next week we're going to be doing Queen of Hearts, everybody. But before we sign off, uh, Tim sent us a little treat. Uh, a three-minute long treat. Uh, so it is definitely Woo! a long treat. shout out. Let's see if this works. Here we go. Mute it up. Yeah. Confused about the titles. I'm upset. Only once a week from Narbos and Broomheads. So offended that I had to double check. Every Tuesday, that is all that's in my head. Back on the show with a rap, what did you expect? This is season four of TNG. Thought it'd be the best we get to see. Not sure that it's ever gonna be. We'll find out by Epi 23. Every week, Courtney's so upset that she can barely even speak. Supposed to be the show that's loved in my memory. Dr. Candle to the OG Degrassi Looking back Spinner and Michael Chuck What the fuck was that? Why are you with that half-shaved-headed ass hat? Now it's on to Mr. O for you I'm upset Mr. Rossi screen time mad disrespect Thinks Marco needs all the pussy that he can get Sean is on his own Tracker left Littlest hobo keeps moving on Emancipate, Ellie moved in, holy fuck, come on. Mrs. Nash passing out, burning down her home. Cracking jokes with the help of Colt, 44, 44, 44, 44. With Saga Show, Sean headed home, hitting up that trailer park door. Next time we meet him, he'll be in the Army Corps. Jet skiing because November in Ontario. Craig and Nash seem to share a soul. Spinner brings in Manny to be a troll. Maybe it's Craig who is the hope. Buyer, we buy products from Arlo. Crazy Craig. Hotel rooms, Ashley opened up her legs. Proposing <laughs> marriage, his emotions are a tight rope. Gonna break his head when she says, Nope, I'm upset. But when Jay Stock and his worst decision yet, yeah. Social disease ruined her rep and throat that red, yeah. Sometimes secrets are best left unsaid. Should have kept Kevin Smith watching in his bed. Jumped the shark and lost all of his bread. Is this the best we get from Mr. Mall Rats? Wrote the episode so he and Caitlin could smash. Take that snoochy booty shit and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Thanks for everything you do. Sticking by your side till everything's through. Proud to be part of the crew. Doing the Degrassi World Review.
assuming there's no more lyrics. Yeah, that's it. I don't know why it's still going. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Because <laughs> I yeah, laughed out loud when you talked about Ashley and her legs. So. <laughs> there's oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. there also a shout out to uh buying we we vibe products from arlo on that but it didn't come off yeah. that good. Uh, yes. i i heard yeah. it yeah and a shout out to courtney getting uh mad at the episodes so yeah uh no sorry uh -huh. I, I mean i think that's one of like that's one of your best pieces of work but uh oh, nice i'm sorry that <laughs> the, the crew didn't hear it so anyways yeah, everybody yeah. out there though i'm sure you love it and if you don't fuck off so <laughs> I get fucked. Uh, so let's uh, go around the horn and say our goodbyes. I'm Alan on uh, all the social media. Slip with five eyes to follow us at Narbos Podcast on Twitter, at Narbos Broomheads Podcast on Instagram, Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us, and Narbos and Broomheads on TikTok, which I will pass it to Courtney, but I'm going to see uh, how our old video is doing now. Oh, yeah, let's see it. Yeah, let's see it. Uh, we are at 6,350 views. Woo! They love it. Anyways. Are there comments? Yeah. Ooh. Yes, there are comments. Let's read good? the best one right now, Alan. Um, I think people commented. So I, I posted the clip from He Ain't Heavy where the kids all do handshakes in Mr. Garcia's class, and it's supposed to teach them about how AIDS gets spread. <laughs> Uh, uh, you love this. So actually, a lot of the comments are, are very serious. Like, they're like, oh, that was how it worked in the 80s. My teacher did this. Uh, <laughs> so I got AIDS. <laughs> one, person said, up, uh, one person said, I remember my dad believed you could get it from a toilet seat. So uh, one person said, it's not literal, silly. It's like, you need to listen to the podcast, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I obviously your kid got AIDS in that class. Yeah, I'm like, they all... This is so bad how they taught it. Fuck that teacher. Fuck Degrassi. Like, yeah, him and his sweaty pits. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Alan. Uh, over to O-Town. Oh, yeah. I'm still here. Hi. Uh, Instagram, Courtney.1293. And I think Alan's given all the other socials. He's officially the new owner of the Instagram account. Are you mad? You fired me. <laughs> <laughs> reassigned, Courtney. It's reassigned. Yep. I didn't get reassigned to anything, though. Uh -huh. Downsized. Exactly. I just want you to focus your efforts on the podcast, Courtney. That's where you're at your best. That's how you bullshit people when you take responsibility away from them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Newfoundland. Anyways, Newfoundland. Focus. Newfoundland. Hey, hey, I'm Teddy Boy at Sewa3 on the Instagram machine. And uh, yeah, let's uh, we, have we bumped it over to the uh, to the uh, the prairies yet? Not no. yet. Oh, uh, now we have. Of course, you can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. And I would like to extend a huge thank you to Tim. Your musical prowess astounds me Ooh. at every turn. Uh, well, well, thank you, and I'm always happy to be here. I think I'm knocking to close on 20 episodes, so uh, I don't think you need to thank me every time anymore I'm on here. Maybe it's I should thank you guys for putting up with me still. You, you should thank us. Maybe you should. Well, not you, Courtney. <laughs> You've basically done a full season by this point, like, of episodes. I know, isn't, so. it, isn't that crazy? <laughs> you know what's funny? I remember the first the first episode you ever asked me to come on was the, the two-parter when Wheels goes to see his dad, and I had to turn it down because I was going to the cottage, which coincidentally was the first episode that Ted and Barry were on. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there you go. Kismet. Small world. 
so yeah, that's uh, that's the show, everybody. So yeah, we will see you all in a week when we talk about Queen of Hearts, where Ellie joins the World Poker Tour. Apparently, we'll see what happens, everyone. Maybe she's the what Queen of Hearts. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, why not? That's oh, what I happens. Because you know, gambling. Bye. Yeah. Anyways, bye. See you later, <laughs> baby. Well, I said I'm my love. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah!